Now, did you know the concept of a citizen's arrest goes back hundreds and hundreds of years? What does that mean to a influencer? Let's talk about it. Welcome to the Influencer Podcast. I know you're busy making coffee, making breakfast on the treadmill, commuting to work or doing something else. So let me not waste your time and get right into it. This is a podcast created to equip and empower Christ followers with this one truth. The Jesus who died to live in us also died so he could be shared by us. Now, today's topic came to mind when I was out running errands with Liz, and it is based on a scripture that I mentioned in episode three, but I want to focus a little more on this particular verse today. So here goes. Like many other things in the world, the origin of the citizen arrest was created to be helpful, and it has since ballooned into other things. And the current day citizen arrest, of course, looks different, um, and it's seen its share of challenges. And Unfortunately, it's even seen some fatal controversies in recent history. The practice of a citizen's arrest dates back to medieval England and the English common law in which sheriffs encouraged ordinary citizens to help apprehend lawbreakers. Citizens would detain trespassers or offenders until the authorities would arrive. Now, while doing some research for this, I learned this about citizens' arrest. Well, here in America, at least, And this is where it causes the controversy. And what I'm about to say is extremely, extremely important. So I hope you get uh, just this one piece, if, if nothing else. Here's what I learned about a citizen's arrest. The level of authority a citizen is allowed to employ is solely based on the location that citizen calls home. I'll say it again. The level of authority a citizen is allowed to employ is solely based on the location that citizen calls home. That simple line in the letter of the law has been the deciding factor in many instances where citizen arrest was involved. When I think about this authority to detain trespassers, I think of being a influencer, of course. And, and how can that even be? Well, um, even before I get to that, I, I, it is now time for embarrassing story time with Marcos and so gather on the fire, everyone. Here goes the embarrassing story. I remember one time when I was a kid and I was with my mom in the store and I wanted something from behind the counter and my mom wasn't having it, whether we had the money or not, or it was just no. Uh, she told me no. And I began to, how you say, display my uh, dissatisfaction with my creativity in the form of a tantrum. Now, uh, for those who can decode what I'm saying, my mother is a West Indian mother. Um, so she dealt with me um, in a way a, a West Indian mother uh, would do. Um, and after her and I had what I call a time of fellowship, she sat me down um, right there in the store and the guy behind the counter just looked at me and nodded his head. And she sat me uh, right there. And, and this is where I want to bring uh, the Apostle Paul into the conversation. In 2 Corinthians 10, 5, and this is the verse I mentioned in episode 3, 
Paul tells us this, we demolish arguments and every pretension that sets itself up against the knowledge of God. And we take captive every thought to make it obedient to Christ. If you need a mental picture of this verse, picture a parent with a um, disobedient, maybe even misbehaving child and taking them and making them obedient to the things that they know they should be doing. This is what we need to do with our thought life. We need to test every thought. Every thought that comes into your mind that comes against the thing God has for you, it needs to be taken captive. Every thought that comes into your mind that brews fear, it needs to be taken captive. Every thought that comes into your mind that is a seed of doubt, it needs to be taken captive. Every thought that comes into your mind that tells you you need permission to do what God has called you to do, it needs to be taken captive. Every thought that comes into your mind from an outside voice to condemn you, limit you, or control you, it needs to be taken captive. Every thought that comes into your mind that says your family member will never come to Christ, it needs to be taken captive. Every thought that comes into your mind that tells you a relationship will never be restored, it needs to be taken captive. Those thoughts need to be captured. Thoughts that creep up and go against the word of God need to be taken captive. You have the authority to do just that. You have the authority to capture that thought. You have the authority to detain the thoughts that are trespassing in your mind. You have the authority to detain these thoughts based on the location you call home. Yes, you have the authority to detain these thoughts that are trespassing based on your citizenship. When Paul is encouraging the Philippians, he tells them this in Philippians 3, verse 20. But we are citizens of heaven where the Lord Jesus Christ lives, and we are eagerly waiting for him to return as Savior. In this chapter, Paul is encouraging the Philippians. Paul is reminding them of the value of knowing Christ and how they should continue to move forward towards their goal. Once we accept Christ into our hearts, we are citizens of heaven. As citizens of heaven, we need to take the thoughts that want to set themselves up against the knowledge of God and hold them until the proper authority arrives. Now, for our influencer, the proper authority is the Word of God. And this is why it's important to make sure that we are in our Word each and every day. So we are filling our minds with the things of God, filling our minds with the things that God is telling us to do, fill our minds with the things that God has spoken over us, fill our minds with the truth so I can properly and properly deal with the thoughts that do not belong. Our proper authority is the word of God. We need to realize the things God has said about us in his word is the final word. The tasks God has given you to do, the final word. The gifts and talents he has given you in order to accomplish those tasks, it is the final word. And those thoughts that prove to be lies have to bow down. The limiting words of others, whether they are overt or covert, and they find themselves rooted in fear, lies, control, or manipulation, have to bow down. You were created on purpose for a specific purpose, 
And no lie is stronger than that. There are people who are connected to you who will only be connected to you. And your life may be the only Bible they ever read. In church this past Sunday, Pastor Rob Kirk said something that rocked my brain. He said the gospel came to you because it was headed to someone else through you. The gospel coming to you should only be a pit stop and not the last stop. There are people who you know who are one conversation from a brand new life in Jesus Christ. Who knows? Maybe that conversation is with you. You have to use the gifts and talents God has given you to share the love of Jesus and the message of the cross with everyone you see. Everyone you connect with has to hear that message from you. Because as a Christ follower, we are always on mission. When we are living our lives, being obedient to God, following the lead of the Holy Spirit, we will always be in a place to share those two things with someone. The love of Jesus and the message of the cross. So if you get nothing else from me, please know, because of your citizenship, you have the authority to hold every thought that is not of God, hold it captive until the proper authority arrives. Thank you for spending this time with me. If you haven't already, connect with the podcast on social media. Stop by and join the conversation at the Hymnfluence Podcast on Instagram. Remember, wherever you go, your influence matters. I look forward to being with you on the next episode. Until then, keep influencing for him. Thank you.